The Retro Buzz starts right after this. So I decided, uh, I was telling the guys here that we were going to uh, run the intro again um, just because uh, we had uh, we had a great show with David, but um, we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the announcements for this week. But um, guys, uh, did you see, uh, before we get into that, Arcade 1UP has some countercades on sale today. Did you guys happen to see the email? Um, yeah, Father's Day special going on, $125, so... Beautiful. Nice. Dig Dug. I have to get some Dig Dug. Must have some Dig Dug. Dig well, Dug. You got to do me a Glenn, you have to say Autobots Inferior. <laughs> Autobots Transform. <laughs> I'm getting good. This is so, so close. <laughs> we always have Thank such. Thank you, Douglas. I appreciate that. <laughs> we always have such good discussions after this. And, uh, I wanted to get everything situated here. Um, let me get Glenn's uh, Robot Robotron here. Uh, we do have the call in line, so you guys can call in. But um, do you guys think it's worth picking up these countercades, or do you think we should wait for the next revision of it? I mean, 129 bucks isn't nothing to sneeze at. I, mean, I think huh? the other ones are going to be 99, right? The and they're, and they're smaller, so these are going to be bigger, slightly for 129. Or you want the smaller ones? No, I think the screen's smaller. I think it oh. was, everything was a little bit smaller. Mm, maybe you want to jump on. I want Dig Dug. I want it in the worst way. Size so matters, kind of and you want to jump on it. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So that's something I want to. I want to kind of. I want to kind of jump on that. So. Um, so you said. Yeah. So let's start. Let's start at the top. We do have the phone lines open, so we encourage you guys. We are recording this. Okay. We're gonna have this playing in reruns, um, on on the site and. Um, I'm not going to upload it as a podcast, but we might upload it as a YouTube special edition um, video because we're not going to go really long with this, maybe half an hour. But, guys, the announcements this week, obviously, Doug, I saw you talked about it a little bit on your video and stuff, but um, I just kind of – I know people want to kind of get our opinions of the announcements. So let's start with At Games since they hit this week really quick, Fast and Furious. Um the pinball, right? 32-inch screen versus the 24 that we see with Toy Shock and Arcade 1-Up and some of the other three-quarter scales um, that are out there like Pinferno and some of these other ones. Doug, we'll kind of bounce it off of you first. Do you think the size yeah, will... my voice. My voice is shot. I know. We'll give Glenn a little bit of rest here for a little bit. <laughs> uh do you think the size matters for this uh, closer to full scale, or do you think you know people really aren't going to really care between twenty four and thirty two inch? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it matters. It's going to help people make that decision one way or the other because you know not everybody does have room for a full size or a ninety percent scale pinball, so they're going to kind of lean towards those three quarter scale machines. And there's people that want closer to that full authentic uh, pinball machine where it's you know ginormous and it sticks out all. And they've got the room. They want that full-on pinball experience, so they're going to gravitate towards the Ad Games machine. So I think it's great um, that they're so different because it helps the consumers just lickety-split, make a decision. Um, for people that literally want that bigger play field, um, they were you know looking at the maybe the Toy Shocks or the Arcade One Ups and thinking, well, I could add a bigger screen. You don't have to. I mean, there's already one out there available. So it's it's nice to have you know different levels and tiers, so to speak, for the different consumer options. And I know, Glenn, one of the things that you said to us, like you didn't know if you even wanted to go the route of pinball because you're running out of room. But now with the At Games one, you now have the oh. ability to bring your own games. What do you think about that? Well, space is always an issue. Um, pinball. I love pinball. I got a small <laughs> one here. You know, 
Is that what you seven inch play field? That's what you three D printed. No, no, this one is not. This actually was uh, the the frame was actually made by uh, Dwayne Ringo, who's a friend of mine, okay. who actually builds these small machines. But I did the the inside, which is why it's not working. Probably send it to Dwayne to fix it. But um, it's got a seven inch and a, and a five inch uh, screens on here. But you know, size matters. It does I, women tell me that all the time? So that's why I'm so fortunate. Uh, <laughs> but the if you look at the the two, I mean. The uh, the arcade one I've had a, a 24 inch main panel and you got a 32 inch main panel in the at games, and you know if you put them side by side, the at games is gonna, I think, look more towards a real machine. Uh, but it comes down to the software. Is it gonna run at 60 frames per second? It will. Um, 1080p at 60 right, so frames a second. We haven't seen it. That's what they're saying. We got. We have to see it. So the the one thing I will say is that people running in a room like me. You know, the arcade one-up might be a, a better choice. Or I could simply tell Colt he's got to live outside or on the deck, and I could put it in his room. Um, so it just comes down to those type of things. I mean, some some wives may say, listen, that 32 is too big. I don't want it in the house. You know, I, that small one's fine. Um, but it comes down to how they play as well. You know, arcade one-ups are very big. We were talking about this past year about using the solenoids and getting the tactile feedback. Um, again, we have a paper from Ad Games saying they're going to do all these things. Uh, we haven't seen it. You know, Doug, uh, Retro Ralph, and a few other people got their hands on it at, you know, at the show. So they played it. So they got to experience how the screen looks, how the how the dynamics of the machine works. Um, I will say, after the Legends Ultimate, I mean, at games hit the mark. I mean, they said they were going to come out this machine, and they, they hit it out of the park with the machine. It's very popular. Um, it's living up to its expectations. So I don't doubt them that they're going to do it but right now it's just a piece of paper and uh we need to see it so i think i came to get one in our hands as soon as possible you know and we'll, 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 yeah yeah something something well, tangible well and I, I know it's coming they can't release everything all at once um but here's the thing at games they're balling right now they came to play uh <laughs> they ain't messing around so having having this as just about it's 90 percent of an actual scale pinball machine and and right um yeah i'm a little concerned i mean i i want it i probably gonna get an arcade one up because uh, you know we're not gonna get in this war arcade one up versus that games even though the companies will do that war we're not gonna do that we are staying completely neutral right down the right down the middle Tweet in. i i personally and we'll get to the arcade one up i'll i'll probably get the star wars arcade one up just because um yep, yeah, I want it for a collector piece. I will piece. too. Yeah, and it's just gonna be placed against the wall on one side. <laughs> well, so see, that's the side that, that I'm gonna. And the mess that's on the other side. I'm gonna take a picture of that side in my arcade, and I'm gonna showcase it as my cover photo on Facebook, just for you. So you have to see it. <laughs> you would not every would single not do time that to you your family and your and your fans. You wouldn't want to do that to your family and fans to show that that abomination. If they it. knew it was gonna bother you, I'm sure everybody in the <laughs> chat room right now is going to be like, do it, do it, because they're going to know it's going to get on your nerves. Mm -hmm. um, if that's the case, I'm going to have to talk this way from now on in the show. I'll always talk just like this from now on if that's what you're going to do. Well, if he's going to talk like that, I then I am definitely... Every day. Then I'm going to hey, definitely hey, get hey. Kathleen Kennedy on the show. Glenn, you just sounded like every pop song from 2008. <laughs> to 2008. <laughs> I did it again. He's breaking my heart. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy wrote Star Wars. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> All right. Bravo on that. At least he's using the right mic now. And Rexer, if you're watching right now, <laughs> I can I can sympathize with you. I really can. I was I was sitting there watching that last night. Um but no. <laughs> I think but what about the other thing that At Games released? They also brought out third-party options. Right now, you have marquees, right. you've got graphics. We don't know what that's going to be like. Steering wheels, because right. Glenn, you knew how hard up I was trying to get that other one working. Yep. And now light gun technology. And I know Arcade One Up yep. had a similar announcement. We'll get to that. But it seems like these companies have figured out how to give us accurate. They're listening. Light they're, guns. Wait, they're listening. What? Well, they're listening. Yeah. They're delivering on the demands of the consumers, which is great. Amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm 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 curious. I I've not been a super light gun fan, and and we'll kind of get into 
into that when we get to arcade one up but um i'm interested to see because i don't want to like i don't want a, a bar i have one of those for the xbox i have one of those for the wii I, I don't want that on an arcade i i just don't so it'll be interesting to see how these guys are implementing it um it's i'm excited for it i think i think they've they've hit it and then if that wasn't enough they said they're partnering with a certain studio now with yeah and now we're gonna get all these games so now hang on a second we've got a caller calling in let's see what the caller wants to add to it so we've got a caller caller you're on the air what's your name it's me angel what's up guys hey angel angel uh what's up guys what's up listen i i totally agree size does matter but I think the RK one up is a winner for me for the simple fact that it's smaller. Okay. Not mm-hmm. not as big as the ad games. I mean, and I always say, and I'm not talking bad about it, but the ad games system is just too big. I mean, if you really think about it, we all wanted smaller phones. Back in the days when we were using the big giant telephones, the gray boxes with the antennas, we wanted smaller. All of a sudden, we want bigger screens. So it's like we don't really know what we want when it comes to technology either we want smaller we want bigger go ahead glenn say your famous the saying that you always say go ahead it's better to have options than not to have the option it's better to have more choices than no choices at all oh i totally agree but i (laughs) i I think i I told the girl in third date didn't listen to me though (laughs) i just think that if we're gonna if we're running out of space and we don't got room, I, I definitely don't got room. But I definitely want the arcade one up pinball because I want a pinball system at all. I, you know, I, yeah. I've never had one, and I definitely would want one. I don't think I, I lean to a 32 inch big giant machine because I'd rather just go to the arcade and just struggle with that one. Well, let's speculate for one. a second because if they've got Farsight Studios, Farsight Studios was partnered with Toy Shock. Okay. So if you do, if you put the math together, you do two and two, you figure out what's going on. If listen, if all the only room I have is for the arcade one up and the at games one, I'll donate the the toy shock to to my kids' church. It's fine. I mean, I, I it's not a big deal. Um, I'd like to keep it. I'd like to have all three and kind of compare. You know, as because everybody's budget is different. And let's say toy right. shock drops the price to two fifty or three hundred dollars for some. It's not a big, and like I, I keep going back to this. I know we talked about the lag, but honestly, I've had people over my house. They haven't complained about it. You only notice it when you go to uh, Pinball Effects over on the Legends. I mean, I, that's kind of when I was kind of like, whoa, I've been wrong all this time type of thing, you know? Right. I, I mean, budget-wise, I, I guess it, it does matter as well, but... I think with the limited space that I have, Arcade One Up is going to have my money ahead of Atkins. That's well. And it's also that's how fair. the machine looks too. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. seen what the Arcade One Up looks like, and it's a nice looking, it's a nice mm-hmm. looking machine. Uh, I will say that the Legends Ultimate, it's a bigger machine, but it wasn't the most attractive machine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We've uh, we've been able to you know put new decals on it and make it look better, but you know that's one thing that. Do, does draw, draw people to is what it looks like. It's not just the gameplay. It could be a little bit smaller, but if it's a more attractive-looking machine in your in your man cave or your woman cave or your kid's cave, that might be a better thing. And again, mm-hmm. think about also the demographic. Again, we are adults. We want it. But again, yeah. these machines aren't always designed for us. The arcade one-up is still designed, you know, for kids, but we're just the big kids. So that smaller play field, that smaller machine is going to fit better in you know, a kid's room, if that's where it's going to end up going, where the, uh, the Act Games version is going to be much bigger, less chance of going into a kid's room versus going into a main play area. Right, right. I mean, Arcade 1UP really came ahead of the game because of the fact that we were able to put arcade systems in our houses that didn't cost four or $5,000. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, we're not we're not challenging that. We're not challenging that. We're just faced. We're... Well, you buy fourteen or fifteen of them, you spend that money. Yeah, but, you know. and and because we... I applaud all three companies: Toy Shock, uh, Arcade One yeah. Up, and that Game, even bringing virtual pinball to an economical level. Yeah. Because prior to that, it's four K, you know, 
2K if you build it your own. I mean, astronomically priced compared to what they're bringing to the market at a $500, $600 value right now. I mean, two years ago, we would have thought that was impossible. Now this is, you know, not only possible, it's getting offered from three different sources. I mean, that's amazing in my eyes. And you and you got to yeah, think. I mean, the war- you got to think about it. Ninety percent of the people that are watching these shows that any of us do, or on YouTube or whatever, these guys are buying ten, twelve, fifteen, fill, buying every cabinet, Glenn, um, that's out in the market. And we're the exception to the rule, right? So if right. we had the room, it doesn't matter what Arcade One Up brought out, or Toy Shock, or At Games, we'd probably buy every single one of them if we had the funds. And if we had the room, am I, am, I mean, that's just being fair. Absolutely. That's true. That's definitely true. So we're not, I mean, just to have your, just to have a big room that looks like an arcade room. Exactly. I mean, I think everybody just wants that. It, it, it wouldn't even matter of how many cabinets you put in there. Yeah. They just want that nostalgia in their own house. Yeah. Right. But right. And when you go to a real arcade, you're not going to see just Atari cabinets or just right. Sega cabinets. Your, or stern cabinets. They're all different kinds. And you see behind me, I got all different kinds. I got different size ones. The arcade would have been the exact same thing. So it just comes down to is, is the machine you want at a price point you can afford, buy it. Right, exactly. Angel, we appreciate you calling in, man. We're going to let you go. Thank you, guys. And we'll see uh, if anybody wants to else call in. We've got the number up here, 610-936-9535. What's your thoughts on it? Um Kind of, we kind of got everything there with uh, well, ad games. The more thing I'm disappointed with is that the micro consoles are delayed until 21. That, that's yes. what bothered me. And I heard John D mention the machine I told him I wanted to see. He mentioned the Vectrex. So I'm glad to hear that that's on the table. So well, I would love to see a, a micro Vectrex. So at Arcade 1UP, put out a silhouette teaser, if you will, the day before, and I think the majority of us at least got two or three out of the four that were there, right? I think uh, people got stumped up on the pinball. I know uh, we all kind of saw the silhouettes. And for those, Mar- I, and I know, well, Doug, you are a big fan of Street Fighter, Capcom. Uh, yeah, that's that's my sweet spot. That's 90s are you, are you Talk about that a little bit. Talk about what they released for that. And are you going to get one of those? Yeah, I'm super excited for both those. Um, I'm glad that they're giving each title their uh, its own, you know, release as opposed to kind of trying to mash it all together. Because X Men versus Street Fighter is an amazing game in itself, so I didn't really want to see it get swallowed up and not get the attention that it deserves. Although, you know, again, Marvel versus Capcom, again, another amazing fighting title that deserves its own release. So I'm glad they're spit- splitting them up and then kind of offering different levels of games. And uh, they hinted at, you know. Maybe some upgraded controls similar to what we saw with limited edition Marvel superheroes from last year. Um, a lot of people were upset about the inclusion of Super Nintendo games, but honestly, I, I'm okay with that because I just look at them as extras. Plus, I think it's nice to have like little side-scrolling beat-em-ups as a way to break up the monotony of fighting games. Um, that was one of the most impressive things I thought um, they did on the Marvel superheroes cabinet was put in that Punisher arcade game because it was a, a nice way to break up the monotony of fighting games for people that are not... You know, people that are diehard, eat, breathe, sleep, fighting, you know, genre fans. Um, there's something for somebody else to play that maybe, maybe he's like Glenn and is a button masher and said, <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't want button mash anymore. I, I just, I want to have some controlled chaos and I want to, you know, play as Wolverine. I want to go adamantium rage on some people and slash some bad guys. So now you've got that option with War of the Gems and uh, Mutant Apocalypse. So I think that's good. Both cabinets look great. Um, I'm excited to hopefully, I, I, I have a suspicion that we're going to see some online capabilities with those games as well. And I think that'll be fantastic because as everyone knows, the fighting online community is ever ever present and ever growing, even for these older titles. But I, I'm very excited to see these specifically for the fact that a lot of these, specifically X-Men versus Street Fighter, it wasn't super prevalent in the arcades. It was actually kind of hard to find. Um, and then when it got released to console, like if you try to buy a PlayStation 1 version or a Sega Saturn version of that game, you're going to pay $100 for that game alone. So to spend $400 and own an arcade-accurate version of it, that's a deal in my opinion. Before we get to Glenn, because I know he's got the fever to talk about this, the one cabinet that's coming, the pinball, since it is a Marvel pinball, 
does that change your mind a little bit then about the Star Wars one? I, are you or are you going to do both? It's going to make me do both. I'll be honest. I'm yeah, a massive fine. comic book. I've literally got you know a long box of comics sitting two feet away from me right now. Um, I, I got Marvel comic posters and everything through and through this media room. I'm a Marvel nerd more than a DC nerd, so I like them both. But Marvel's where my my heart and soul really lies, so I'm gonna have to get them. I love those pinball FX tables um, from Zen Studios, so I'm I'm gonna have to get them both. And I haven't even got an idea of where I'm gonna put them, but I'll, I'll like that. I may just that's just those are details. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are small details. Glenn, there's been oh. another cabinet. You got the fever. Tell us about it. Which fever do I got? I got there's so many of them. But I got to say something quick about the pinball. I may actually go for the Marvel pinball now because I'm so not a fan of the those new Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars. I, I may actually <laughs> bypass it. I'm not I'm totally serious. What? I'm totally serious. I I love Marvel. I'm not like with Doug. You know, I like I like DC, but I'm a much bigger Marvel fan. But I actually may pass on the Star Wars cabinet because I really hate those abominations from Kennedy on there. I don't want to <sighs> see the artwork. I don't want to see the games. And so I made to go that with the pinball. So with that being said, um, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, shooting game, uh, the, the Buck Hunter, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm actually really intrigued by that one because really? we, I, we asked because we've been working me and my partner has been working on light gun technology as well. And that's kind of, that's the thing for this year, all these new light gun technologies. And I'm really interested to see how, how they get theirs going. Uh, I think it's also impressive. They're including, you know, the two guns, Obviously, it's got to be some some electronics in each one of those guns, you know, to to work. Uh, I think the cabinet looks amazing. You know, I, I I like that now they're changing the style a little bit more. I just think it's just a great looking cabinet. Uh, I am dying to see how it works on a. I think it's still a 17 inch screen. So I, I'm really really intrigued by this game. I like shooting games. I, I really wish it was you know uh, House of the Dead or like a Terminator 2, but I understand completely why they went with this game. And we kind of had this conversation before when they came out with uh, Golden Tea, and the community went a, and it was like an uproar. They went Why with this because they love tea? me. They love me because well, they know I'm a hunter. They did. It actually, you know what? It should say your it should say your your edition right in the bottom. It should. Uh, it should, right it should say no I boundaries agree. outdoors. <laughs> this that it should say that. But I, I'm yep. I'm going to be very critical with this honestly because I play Big Buck Hunter on the Legends Ultimate, but I use the trackball. And then the the fire button, it's it's not as accurate like you're saying with this technology. It'll be really interesting to see because even yep. the classic version of this, which right. there's still some places around here that have it, it's not as accurate. Like you're aiming here and it actually shoots over here. So right. the the one thing I will say is you know with the with the Star Wars cabinet right when that came out, I was extremely impressed at how well they did with that uh, the yoke. It's a plastic yoke. But I think they did a really nice job for the price. I think that yoke is very, very accurate. So I kind of have high hopes that that's going to translate that quality, that attention to detail to make sure that yoke was good, that the emulation was good with that yoke. You can recalibrate it. This did a really nice job with it. So I'm kind of hoping that's going to translate to this game as well with the light guns. Uh, so I'm just actually most intrigued for that one. I, really? I want to try it out. I want to see how it is. I really am. That one. That one's... Definitely on a pre-order for me, so I know that I'll actually get it. Either, well, I shouldn't anyway. say I'll pre-order it because pre-order is just dangerous, in my opinion. Um, but I'll at least it, it. You know, I have a feeling it's going to be the most wanted one. They they keep yeah, saying this, I agree. They yeah. keep saying this other one's going to be the most wanted. Let me get back to it here on the screen here, and this is kind of. And you, I threw you for a loop in that. I know, but I know. I figured you I wanted to talk. Yeah, you did because I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to pull this over to Glenn. Glenn can talk about our friend. Pac-Man, but Miss Pac-Man, right? Yep, yep. <clears throat> and you know, it's I got when I was on the Rexer show. You know, this was kind of a hot, a hot topic here about because they just released you know the 40th uh, anniversary Pac-Man, and they're doing this, and it's got Galaxian and, and not Galaga. Um, but to be quite honest, with this type of machine, Miss Pac-Man is a selling point. Yes. All right. This is really a one-game cabinet. The other games there are really they could have took them out, made it just Miss Pac-Man and nothing else. This machine would sell because of that. This is just one of those games that appeals to everybody. And the wives at home, I sure would have no problem telling the husband to bring me home Miss Pac-Man if there was nothing else on it. So it doesn't bother me that they released this, you know, 
uh, right after the 40th anniversary of Pac-Man. One's got nothing to do with the with the other. That was just released because it was the 40th anniversary of, of Pac-Man. If you already had the old Pac-Man like I do, you wouldn't have gone out to get it. Um, now, the Marvel, this is more Doug. I'll let Doug talk about this one. This is more of Yeah, out. I'm sorry. But when again, Doug was talking about Pac-Man, it, I didn't pull it up. <laughs> that's okay. But the Miss Pac-Man, to be honest, that's a seller with just the one game. The other three games are insequential. It didn't matter what was on them. Now, now Doug is... Like ever since Arcade 1-Up first came out with the original Pac-Man, the very follow-up question everybody had was, when are you coming out with Miss Pac-Man? Where's Miss Pac-Man? Miss <laughs> Pac-Man, Pac-Man Captain? I mean, it's like, right. it was just nothing but Miss Pac-Man questions. So that shows you just how feverish the community is, has been demanding Miss right. Pac-Man. So I, I'm and, like you. And, I think it's going to sell itself. And I want to get to you about what your thoughts are, how this looks like. But we have a caller. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Oh, my name is Trevor. Hey, Trevor, what's going on, man? What's up? Oh, not much. I'm just, I'm a first-time caller, and I've been watching your show for a while now, so. Awesome. awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you, Trevor. We appreciate you calling. It's so hey. good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I'm very interested in those pinball machines. Um, I've got a couple, like, full-size arcade games, and I've built some uh, virtual pinball machines myself. So, oh, God bless you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they can be difficult to set up. Yeah, that's what Glenn keeps telling me. I, I thought about yeah. doing it, and then Glenn's just like, it's a nightmare. So I was like, hmm, maybe I don't want to do that. Don't and do I it. haven't. I mean, there are a lot of forums, and people will help you out, you know, if you do your research and stuff. I think they always say Google's your friend because I've been out there. I'm stuck. Google's your yeah. friend. I know Google's my friend. It didn't help <laughs> But um, uh, another thing was you guys were talking about light gun games recently. And uh, one of my arcades, I use the Ultramark aim track game gun. Mm-hmm. Right. And they work really good. I mean, the, the tracking on them is pretty good and everything. Yeah, I've, I've now, got one. On that version, I'm sorry, Doug. On that version, do you have to recalibrate it each time, or or no? No, you don't. Um, you do it once, and it remembers it. So, mm-hmm. I've I've got one as well. Um, I've got actually something I found that actually made it a little easier for me to use is uh, an expanded IR sensor because the stock one that the AimTrack one comes with it's a little more condensed doesn't have a wide field of view, but they've actually released, uh, I think they're called the Super or the Extreme IR sensor, something like that. They have some goofy name for them, but it's a it's a much wider sensor, has a much wider field of view. You can get closer to your main cabinet or whatever you're playing your light guns on. Um, I've got it on top of my TV monitor that I use for my PC, and I'm able to sit like three feet away and blast away with relatively great accuracy. I'd say it's probably 90% accurate as far as how close um, the crosshairs are to where I'm pointing, so it's you know a little bit noticeable that you're not one to one as far as your screen accuracy, but it's it's more than acceptable for most people. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. In a, in a zombie apocalypse, ninety percent is not going to be good enough. Doug. <laughs> hey, if there's somebody in between me and the zombie, that's all I need. So, Just so Trevor, let's like ask that. let's ask you uh, what what of all the new products that you saw this week that launched. Uh, what intrigues you the most? And it sounds like pinballs on your on your mind. So, what which which cabinet are you looking at getting? Um, I'm definitely interested in the pinball. Um, the at games one's going to be pretty cool to see. You know, when it comes out. Cool. Yeah, I'm 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 interested in seeing that too. But I'm like I said, right. I'm probably going to get the Star Wars one. I mean, I, I'm a Marvel fan too, but Star Wars trumps Marvel. Um, yeah, and if I don't like the graphics, and or I'm done hassling Glenn, then I'll just get like a Darth Vader one to put on the arcade one up, and get Tyler, or I'll get uh, Sabo and make one, and and just do <laughs> and just do that. Whoever's gonna actually ship it right in the next month or so, and not a year from now. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, one more thing was I don't know if you guys remember those Zizzle pinball machines yeah lasted for a little while the mechanical pirates of the caribbean and a marvel one right yes yes those those marvel ones are like really hard to find and really expensive these days glenn you don't have one 
you know, I had the opportunity. Here's one of those kick your head, kick yourself in the head moments. I could have had one, and I was like, ah, it looks like a looks like a toy, and I and I and I I didn't get it. It was years ago though. So. <laughs> they're going. I was, for like, I was young and dumb then. They're like, like good, last week, like two three hundred dollars, aren't they? Like used. The yeah, if, the you're, if you're lucky, it's a good price. More. Yeah, the Konami ones are yeah. almost what a thousand. I haven't seen that one. Well, there's a, there's a couple of them. I know Walmart's even selling stern ones, but I thought I saw one that was really expensive. I'm like, for that, it hmm. looked like the Star Wars yeah. one. I think they wanted three or four hundred dollars for the Star Wars one. It was the uh, Kathleen Kennedy one. I think it was the Force Awakens one. Huh. Wait, I gotta. <laughs> I, 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 ah, go ahead, Glenn. I can't. Ah, I can't. I don't, I don't know which voice to use for that. Um. Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy. And I will take her face and I'll rub it deep into that machine. Never underestimate no the power of the force. Go ahead, you gotta say it. No, no mercy. Don't <laughs> underestimate the force. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that's coming. all I really wanted to talk about. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you calling in and um hanging out and watching. Actually, before you before you hang up, really quick. So since you do yeah. have virtual pinball machines you've made already, is it just you're running it? Now, uh, do you have a machine you're running it on? Like it's a virtual pinball machine or just a monitor you play playing virtual pin on? Is it a full like setup? Uh, it's got a it's got a full PC in them, and it's got a 32 inch TV play field and about a 22 inch back screen. So you do have it in a virtual uh, in a pinball style frame. Configuration. Yeah, yeah, I built the whole. I built the cabinet. It's got legs and everything. So. Okay, so this is that. That wasn't my general question. This is my question. So since you have that, what's drawing you to want to purchase one of these other ones? Since you already have one of these, you built yourself. Oh, that's a good question. What's What's making you say, I've, "I've got this machine. I built it my own two hands. It's virtual pin mame. It's you know, it's separate the right PC." What has got your your fever pitch? We got to get this machine or one of them. Well, I, I don't know the if I really want to that purchase up. it. It's just, it's very interesting to see companies are starting to build it now. Mm-hmm. So do you think, do you think Arcade 1UP or At Games will have the computing power to equal what you did on yours? We all know that virtual pin mame and pinball has a pretty high specs. They're saying 60 frames per second. Do you really think they're going to hit that with these machines? Do you feel that they're going to be able to do it? That's a good That's question a because, point. like, you, you've got different software packages. You know, you got uh, Pinball FX3, and there's also Virtual Pinball X. So, I, you know, I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, but with video compression the way it is today, there's got to be a way that they can compress it to get you 1080p 60 on lesser hardware. I mean, because just think about, think about this for a second. Those net top PCs, have you you guys ever seen those? They go for like 120 bucks. Yep. They're like Atom yep. processors. You yep. can watch Netflix at 1080p 60 on something like that. Heck, I've seen guys do it with 4K. Now, is it the same 4K that, say, Doug, you would put your Alienware PC up against? Probably yeah. no. not. It's going to be overly compressed. Is it mm-hmm. something the common household user is going to see and notice? Probably not. So my thinking behind this is at games figured out a way to have the hardware and the software compress that signal. Again, I'm just, I'm assuming I don't know this just with video technology. Um, I think that's what's happening. I think more and more companies are going to start doing that and we're going to, and it's not going to be something unless you take a magnifying glass and look for pixels. You're not really going to see it. It's kind of like, it's like emulation, yeah, ETA, but it's like emulation versus the original, right? I didn't mm-hmm. see the emulation when Glenn kept talking to me about it until I actually played the original hardware, yeah. the original hardware with like the turbo right. graphics and stuff. Right. There's but, emulation and there's recreation. Emulation yes. is trying to emulate the original hardware. Recreation is they they're taking the graphics, wrote new code to make it simulate the screen. Is it you? You kind of get. Is it more of a simulation versus 
and emulate. So them. wait, Meatball Saucy is talking about. He said. He said in there. He said they're running the Android version. They are not running the Android version. That's just it. They will be running Android versions of software, of different pinballs, according to the spreadsheet, and some in some inside source. But they are not running an Android operating system, just like the Legends well, is not I, running an Android operating system. Well, I think if when Trevor gets the machine, he should call back. Yeah. Give his opinion versus his virtual pinball. I agree. And versus whatever machine you get. You call us back when this does get released, Trevor, and let's have a conversation. All right. I'll do that. All right. Well, Trevor, we appreciate you calling in, man. I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to put a pin in it. (laughs) All right, man. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yep. Thanks. So So we did have a super chat I wanted to. Yeah. No, hit it up, man. They just want to know Glenn, will you be getting the Miss Pac Man cabinet? Ooh. Will you be adding the marriage, so to speak? And then we have it's a, a nice, caller. It's a, it is a really nice looking cabinet, so there is a possibility. Cole can sleep outside. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, summer, it's summertime now. We have another caller. Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Hey, it's Alex. I'm sorry? It's Alex. Alex? Alex? Oh, this is Alex. His I don't know if he's using hey. a voice more for two, but it sounded weird. Uh, what's going on, Alex? <laughs> hey, I just wanted to uh, uh, kind yeah. of get a little bone to pick with you guys. Um, pick away. Mr. Cool Toy caught hell last week about um, the Ghostbusters and all that and everything. Wait, did I just want to let you guys... I Like, Steven... My wife and I saw your arcade on YouTube, Uh-oh. and I literally went, holy cow, I want to do that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, Don't get me in trouble with your wife. I love it. It's I no have... longer <laughs> Listen, listen. Well, well the, funny thing, the, funny, the funny thing is, when she sees me watching Doug's videos, she's like, oh, my God, how much is this going to cost me? <laughs> See, and then Glenn makes stuff to make these things better. And yeah, you guys are just, you know, bleeding me dry. Hey, is but no, I, I love all the content you guys put out. I watch you guys religiously. I mean, my wife was actually in my arcade one day, just hanging out with me. She was like, okay, I get it. So yeah, that's awesome. now with Miss Pac-Man being the pre-order, she wanted for her office. <laughs> so so let me show you this just because I know people think Doug, I'm making this Doug, stuff you up. Gotta stop. Hey, come on, I'm gonna spend all this money. <laughs> I need to buy some shoes and a purse. You gotta stop. Ain't got no time for your games get my husband and my man spending money on this stuff. So so this is what this is what Alex is talking about. So last week, this is all Doug's fault, just so everybody can see. This is on my wall in the arcade, okay? I have this is all that's come so far. I've got the Stay Puff and I've got the mm-hmm. Grigo Slimer. Again, nostalgic. My son has his all open. He's ready for the actual Ghostbusters to arrive, and the rest of them will show up and 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 be on this wall over here or another wall. But you know, everybody always <laughs> they think we're joking around. But Doug, you cost me money. Dang it! I do what I can. <laughs> and Steven, hey, you cost me he's money. He's trying to keep the economy <laughs> no, no, going. No. Doug's doing his part to keep the economy going. <laughs> Just don't, just whatever you do, Alex, don't tell your wife to go to my profile because I don't want to get all this hate messages. Like, why are you having my husband build? Because you're not, you're not going to get that until I get my NBA jam, which is actually going to go in my hall bathroom. Oh, you better take a picture of that. That'll be most definitely. That'll be classic. Hey, I got another question for you guys. Did you watch the post? Um, interview with Mr. Bacharach about Miss Pac-Man, he actually named different games than there are on the pictures. He did. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said Rally X. Um, Dig Dug. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dig mm-hmm. Dug. Dig Dug. That's the one I want with that. I don't care about... I'm, I, I like Rally X, but I'll take Dig Dug over Rally X. I only hope that they do make this a four-way directional joystick like they did with the Pac-Man. Uh, that that right. the game has got to have a four-way direction lock. Gates, old games, four gates. Direction. Yes, has to be. You're gonna has get you're gonna get free gates with it. All right. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, I, 
a lot of people are reading different things into it, but if I had to hazard a you know a guess, I would say there's likely going to be different versions of the Miss Pac-Man cabinet exclusive to different retailers that will have slightly different game lineups. So if you don't like what you're seeing now, yeah, which has happened before, there's already historical precedent. Um, Black Friday deals, you know, we we've seen those happen. Special cabinets. So if you don't like the Miss Pac-Man cabinet you're seeing right now, chances are patiently wait a little bit and yep. you'll, you'll have a different option available and, to you later on and alex yeah. i gotta i gotta read this comment to you because it's from cammy in the youtube chat room she goes the thought of someone taking three friends with them into the bathroom dot <laughs> dot dot <laughs> that's for you yeah, my friend I didn't, I didn't quite think that went through but that's the only place i can fit it <laughs> You know, I keep telling oh, I my wife, my joystick in the bathroom. Come on, my joystick's right here. <laughs> it brings a whole other meaning to taking one to the hole. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was a family-friendly show there, Glenn. <laughs> I, I, t- I keep telling my wife, I can move the couches around the room. I'll just set them in the center of the room. That leads to the whole other wall that I could put four or five cabinets and pinball machines on. And she just kind of looks at me with this glare. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't going to happen. But I got to figure something out because I'm, I'm determined. So <laughs> tonight on the retro buzz. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Any other questions, comments? What do you got? No, I'm good. I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate everything you guys are doing for the community. Like I was a late bloomer. I started in, uh, I got my first cabinet in December this past year and I already have seven. I mean, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Thank you guys for everything you're putting out there. Awesome. Well, Thank the you. next, the next time the wife gives you a hard time to say, look, I'm home. I'm not outside of the bar. I'm not yeah. outside you know, with the guys. I am home with you, my dear. And why don't you play a game of Miss Pac-Man with that, you in the bathroom? That could go over to – that could be actually bad. She might actually want him to go out. No, surprisingly, <laughs> my wife actually does like me. I don't know why. But... <laughs> so. Well, like, he's right. My my wife says the same thing. She She's like, at least you're home. You're playing with the kids. Yeah. The kids are down here playing games. Like, she don't mind it that I'm collecting consoles and, and arcades and even toys. I mean, thanks, Doug. Um <laughs> You know, it's just it's just one of those things. Like she's like, you could be wasting money on other stuff. So, right, awesome. So, Thanks, guys. Take all right, care. take no care. No one needs food. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. As long as she has food, food on the punks. She, as long as she has food on the table and a roof over her head and coffee. Coffee's the other thing. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, feel free to call in with your comments. Uh, anybody hear anything from II Arcade? I thought is that the fourteenth or the fifteenth that we're gonna hear something from them. We should be hearing the official words about Kickstarter and more official rollouts for games. And I, I don't remember the exact date, but it should be coming up very soon. I mean, this week is, you know, faux E3 for all intents and purposes. So, yeah. Um, get, well, the getting's good. So, you know, it, I, wait, real quick. Did, how did you guys feel about the IGN broadcast? I kind of thought it was kind of. I didn't watch boring, it. I didn't actually part. watch it because I, mean, I had I, meetings. And obviously, these people are you know used to a little more studio environment and a little more preparation and they're not used to trying to wing this from their you know their bedroom or their home offices and things like that so i give everybody you know they could have hired me yeah um some of these other companies i've definitely seen uh super underwhelming as far as their production capabilities Mm. like like, i i just blown away that a companies of certain levels and stature can't put together a better you know program live stream or this is why i have a job mom i I want some coffee mom and coffee no we're we're streaming right now we're live no but i I want some cookies mom come on playstation dude their reveal yesterday um wait 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 wait. before you get into that because i was actually gonna say i was gonna say now we're gonna start a war okay all you (laughs) console gamers and i'll let doug continue here because he knew where i was going with it so you guys out there, we want to hear from you. Call in the line. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, I was just going to say, after watching PlayStation's, you know, live, uh, I don't really want to call it a conference, more of a, you know, just a presentation of the PlayStation 5 and the Reveville and everything. It's like, number one, I was like, well, crap, they're never going to come to an E3 again. Because looking at their numbers, they had 485,000 people watching live on YouTube and not not to mention how many other people were watching it through like the IGN stream that was essentially just piggybacking and I was like, Oh my goodness, like there's literally no financial reason for the 
to ever invest in an E3 presentation ever again. Like I understand why right. Nintendo moved away and does these directs now because it's so much more economical. You you connect directly to your audience. But I mean, the presentation so, was really interesting. I love the reveal. A lot a lot of cool games were shown. I'm excited about the PlayStation Five. Well, so I have an exclusive for everybody here. Okay, you guys need to tweet this out, share this out. But I have the brand new Xbox in my hand, and I have the white version of it, which they did not show. You guys think I'm kidding. Look at this. The brand new Xbox, complete with all your ports and peripherals on the back of it. (laughs) This is the white version of the new Xbox. You've seen it first here on the Retro Buzz. Hey, look it. That's what we do here. What do you think, Doug? I mean, yeah, that, I, I've enjoyed a lot of the memes I've seen over the last 24 hours of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox console and how everybody's, you know, Photoshopping and making them look like hilarious different objects. Like, to each their own. I, I'm not a fanboy for either one. I'll buy both. Um, I like gaming in general. But yeah, the first thing when I saw that PlayStation 5, I was like, oh, my God, this looks like, uh, you know, it needs to have the Eye of Mordor uh, up top of it. And, you know, the Xbox itself just looks like a, a trash can. I'm just like, they're interesting design <laughs> choices, to say the least. But but, but, but I'd like to show the day, where, where they, they got the idea. You ready, Glenn, where they got the idea from? You ready? Oh. That, this is an actual, I believe it. it's, it's an old yeah. Apple router. Um, that I, that well, I the had. Apple had the cube. They yeah. had their cube uh, server, was it? Did they? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Apple, the the cube. Uh, it was a and they also G4 had the trash can G4. one too. They, yes, yeah, they had yes. the cube and then they had the, the trash bin. But so, I still think the I thought I thought the PS5. I, it looks I, like a Linksys router. It does look like a router, but it's it's really stealthy. But how do you think people are going to feel? And I know Doug, you said the same thing. What we've all been kind of saying about physical media now they have one that's with physical media one without do you think that's gonna sell i mean unfortunately it will but as soon as i saw that my blood just started boiling i was like oh my god quit quit exacerbating the quickness of physical media's death like i know it's gonna eventually happen we're gonna have to move to digital content only but i do not want to see it i will drag my feet as long as possible so the fact that I saw them coming out with the two options. I was like, ah, crap. This is going to speed up the process. Um, I had had an argument today with a buddy over text message because he's that guy that buys all the digital content and he doesn't (laughs) go to the store. He's just like, why would I ever want to do that? I'm like, because I like to have for movies, For movies and music, I do do digital. I don't buy CDs anymore. I don't buy Blu-rays and DVDs. It's just I have kids. Okay, so yeah. I don't want their grummy hands all over my discs, and they're going to ruin them faster. But for video games, I can at least make copies of them, and the kids can play the copies, and yeah. they don't ruin my originals. So PlayStation 6 and the next version of Xbox, no physical media. I mean, more than likely. I mean, that's just the way everything's going. Glenn, besides it looking like a router, are you... You probably not. Your son hasn't hit you up to say, "Dad, I want a PlayStation Five and I want the new Xbox." Well, first of all, you know everyone in the world knows my stance on not having physical media, so I won't touch it with a ten-foot pole. But the the newest system to have is a is a Xbox 360 that I've got just Halo and Gears on, nothing else, nothing newer than that. And I have no intention of actually buying any of these new machines. Um, first of all, I'm an old man until they get, they're they get retro. A too complicated for me. <laughs> He'll buy them in 20 years. He'll buy them in 20 years with a retro. Hey, wait. You buy a PlayStation 5 in 20 years, no physical media. What are you going to do with it? You can sit on it. It's it's worthless. What are you going to do with it? It's it's not my thing. And I always think that even with digital downloads, you should have the option of even having a memory card. So like with the the Wii U. Not the Wii U. I'm sorry. The uh, The the Switch. Oh, the Switch. Well, the Switch. You know, they have tiny little memory cards. At least they have that option putting games on that completely digital downloads to me is all for the corporation to make that much more profit because they don't need to make the physical media, sell it, put it on shelves stuff like that. So actually they'll even put game stuff out of, out of business which might not be too bad. Well, wait, but let's talk about that, that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second with what you just said about physical media. 
and I've got the perfect case to back that up. I just bought Guitar Hero Live for Xbox 360. Okay, it comes with I think 22 game or 22 songs. But the purpose of live was that you got on this server and you could play thousands of songs. How's that work? Can you now? What? Can you now? I was going to say, Glenn, what happened to it? Shut the server down. You're they out. shut the That's server the down, and I cannot oh. utilize any of those features in Guitar Hero Live. Nope. I can't even click into it. It will not let me do anything. So what Glenn's saying, I, I'm, I'm nervous about because if that happens and you're buying these digital games, your console's basically just a paperweight. What are you going to do with it? And it's, if you think about this, let's say, let's look at like the Wii, uh, the Wii U and the Wii, right? The, or the Xbox. A lot of the games, when they load, they have to go to the server and download a patch, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if, you know, the hard drive goes in your Xbox or your PlayStation? You got to put a new drive in. It's got to re-download those patches. Well, guess what? 10, 15 years from now, those servers don't have it anymore. Your game's not going to run. It's trying to load a patch that doesn't exist anymore because the server's been shut down. That's my problem with this type of stuff. <sighs> That's de- See, it's depressing. Features. It really is. I mean, and I saw some rumors for this that it is going to be about six hundred bucks for this thing. Is that is there any truth to that, Doug, or am I am I reading the wrong places? I mean, I think people are guessing just because of the the specs and everything. Uh, my opinion, I think they're going to try to keep that four ninety nine price point because once you cross that five hundred dollar threshold, it becomes this whole another level of consumer marketing, and it just yep. like you always want to keep that four ninety nine and under price point because that's essentially the bar for seventy five percent of most consumers. Is anything below that is something they can finagle, do payment plans, whatever. Once you cross that five hundred dollar threshold, it becomes a premium product, and people don't want to touch it. Buyers for retailers, they're like, eh, we'll we'll order two as opposed to twenty if it would have been priced at four ninety nine. So it, it makes it much harder to market, much harder to sell. Um, but going I off of what they'll... Glenn said, though. Can you justify six hundred dollars just to get this? Can I? Before yes, you even answer, I? Before, you, <laughs> well, before you even answer that, the, what's going to happen is it's happened already before with the previous generation. Say PlayStation comes out at six, Xbox will take a loss at five. Yep. Just keep just to get it out, there, it'll take a loss. So it's it's stupid to go that high for a number of reasons, and Doug hit most of them. But it'll just start a price war. Oh wait, it'll so price so nostalgia posted in here. Four forty nine for digital, four ninety nine for physical. Is I hate this. I hate to say that, yeah. but five hundred dollars is easier to swallow than that six hundred. Because once you cross Absolutely. that five hundred, it's like you got a big mouth. You're creeping to a thousand. You know what I mean? Like oh, round uh, and boom, it's out. yeah. At least the five hundred dollar price point is just slightly easier to swallow. Just slightly. Well, Doug, let me ask you this: When the the was it the PlayStation Three? Didn't it launch at like a five hundred dollar yeah. price point? And how did that go for them? It was stupid expensive because you know that was what twelve years ago. I'm trying to remember how right. Right. back it was, but it had a little bit of a excuse for having that stupid price point because at the time, you know, it was touting Blu-ray technology and it was hey, not only is it a game console, it's a Blu-ray player, and Blu-ray players standalones. We're also around that five, six hundred dollar price point at the time. So it was like, hey, we could get by with this stupid high price because it's a, a multifunction machine that plays movies and plays games. So that was kind of their excuse. Granted, they were again taking a loss at PlayStation 3 as well because they were hoping to win the format war, which eventually they did, and make you know, make up some back end revenue with their, you know, software sales. Yeah, I'm seeing in the chat room here. I'm looking. Everybody's like, "Yeah, physical all the way." But you think about it, five hundred dollars is what you're paying right now for an arcade one up with the with the um, lighted marquee and the riser. So everybody, five hundred dollars is easier to swallow. You start saying six hundred dollars, and everybody's like, "Because mm-hmm. until you get a game, do you pay tax?" To, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, tax alone, depending on your state. Second where controller. You live. You, these controllers are gonna be like seventy bucks. You know that. So you're you're still looking at close to eight, nine hundred dollars just for one game and and two controllers. If you have you know kids, you know. Merry Christmas. That's all you're getting this year and next year and the year after that <laughs> and the year after that. You know. Ah, man. 
I mean, it's a valid point. I mean, it's very, it's a lot of high technology they're putting in there when you compare it to say, like even the Atkins pinball machine, you know, at, at five ninety nine, what it's going to be. So it is a lot of technology in there, but you know, they're, the, the companies generally lose money knowing on the console, they'll make it up on the software. So I, I think that that's still a very high price to pay for uh, a gaming console myself, but people will still buy it. But I would definitely would only get it with physical media. But now the question comes this, even if you buy the physical media, media one, you could spend $50 more for that. Or if yes. they don't release a certain game, you can only get it on digital, then you don't have a choice. Uh, unless they're gonna guarantee, unless they guarantee one of each, you get a digital or hard copy. They may just say eventually, yeah, this is the new Halo, but you can only get it on digital. So uh, you spend extra money for the physical, tough tooties. You ain't gonna get it anyway. There's no guarantee. True. But that's but this is where and and again, okay. And this, if Kathleen Kennedy had her way, that's how they would do it. This is what's leading to the new generation of Xbox Live and PlayStation Live. What's going to happen right. is you're gonna pay thirty or forty dollars a month. You're gonna play online and you're gonna have access to any game that your hard drive can hold. And that's what you're going to pay monthly. That's that's the next yep. step in all this. It's going to be subscription-based, just like everything else that you do with music. It's coming, folks. And if you think it's not, you're sadly mistaken because it is coming. There's And, and, and Glenn's a 100% thing. It's right. It's a sad thing. It's a sad thing because no matter what, these things will not be available forever that way. And you may want to show your kids, oh, here's Halo 16 or whatever it is, and you want to show it to them, and you can't do it, you know. I, that that to me it's a, it's a disservice to the gamers out there, because yeah. when you play a really good like I love Halo, Halo and Gears of War, fantastic games. I can go back, I can still play them, you know that it's fine. But later on down the road, eventually it's going to be all digital, and there will come a time the server's just going to be off, and it's going to be tough tooties. You know it's just yeah. too bad, and that that's a disservice to the community because that game is art. When these guys work on these programs, it is a game, but it's also an art form. It's it's uh, like a movie. It should be always available to see at some point in time. And I really feel bad for future generations that that won't be the case. We got a comment in the YouTube chat from Meatball Saucy. It says, with developers relying on day one patches so they don't have to finish their games, as Glenn pointed out, already physical media is dead. And that's that's one thing I can tell to you. There's been several games I've bought and you know, you put it in and it's like, boom, yeah. 40 well, minute download. That's, Doug, that's let's, let's, go, let's go back to PlayStation 4 launch. I don't know about you, but I did the midnight launch. I stood in line for it after I pre-ordered it. I got it home. I took the next day off of work, and I sat there, and guess what? Downloaded. For four hours, I couldn't do anything. I went anyway, to bed. I was like, I'll make my sandwich. And then I was like, oh, I've already had my sandwich. I, I still have three hours to download. I'm like, well, this is an awesome experience. I couldn't right. I couldn't do nothing until right. the next day, and I just slept in because I was up for you know 3, 4 in the morning, and the servers were down. What are you gonna? What Which are you gonna do? All these releases, servers will crash that first week. Yep. Everyone's gonna bring them home and crash the server, which just blows my mind because I'm like, you guys know exactly how many consoles are out in the wild. You should, you know, expect how much bandwidth is going to be eaten up in those first 72 hours of operation. Like, just go in there and increase your bandwidth. But you know, that's not how they operate. They just say, "Oh, sorry, right. that you toy about the six, seven hundred dollars after taxes." Uh, you know, it's just going to have to sit there for the next 48 hours until we get this up and running. And and then in addition to that, these online things, hackers. Look at Nintendo. Yeah. They got hacked. They said it was like 150,000. It's more like 400,000. 300,000. So, again, you know, that stuff, they're protecting you that way. You know, they don't even tell you all the data that they get. Yep. You know, they're saying it's just passwords or this. You may have credit cards on there or not. I, I'm just not a fan of that stuff because there's – not that it's easy. I mean, I couldn't hack in into these systems. Um, if it was an old TI computer, yes, but not, not <laughs> new ones. But the fact is, people can do that, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I know I know that people game online. I get it. You know, that's the thing. It's not going to go anywhere. But it's just more of a hassle to me than it's worth. Like Doug was just saying, or you were saying, for downloads, you come home to play, and you got to wait four friggin' hours before you can start playing anything. That's ridiculous. After spending four hundred dollars on it, you know. And and here's the thing that that really caught me was and I, and and again these are some of the articles that I read was that there's not really going to be any exclusive games for these the Xbox or the PS4 when they or PS5 when it launches that you'll still be able to get those same games on the Xbox One 
and also on the PS4. So what is, besides it being new and shiny, what is the compelling reason to go to, to, to go to the new system right away? Uh, this is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to process, yeah. right? The graphics aren't that much difference. I mean, they are to an extent, but you know what I'm saying? Like the PS4. But you got to have everything else optimized to accompany it. Like, right. You can get a PS5, but if you're still looking at a 720, you know, P32 inch Vizio that you bought 10 years ago from Walmart playing your games, you're not going to notice any difference. Like, you've got to have, you want to play some 8K games? Well, by God, you've got to have an 8K monitor. Uh, you want to have a you know full 7.1 Dolby Atmos surround sound? Well, you better have a surround sound system that is able to decode that information. So, you know, it's not just the console that you got to invest in. Like every time technology advances to another level, you've got to upgrade everything around you. That's that's what I was gonna say here. The only 4K TV that I have in my house is the one right behind me that displays the show graphics uh, as my background. That's the only, and it's only because. I got a 65 inch, I think it's 65, 65 inch for 300 bucks, and it's 4K. I didn't even care what brand it was because all I wanted to do was display the, for, for in the studio, right? And it happened, uh, I think it's um, LG or it's uh, Vizio, I'm not sure. Um, I'll well, to I, look got, at it. I got uh, eight of these 720Ps, so that's my 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Webcam or? Yeah, no, that's only 320. <laughs> oh, well, I can't help you there. But but you guys see you know, you see what I'm saying like I I agree with what Doug's saying too is because you you know if you don't have a 4K TV the Xbox even now the Xbox One X I think it is is that what it's called the One X um that's 4K I I just have the base Xbox One whatever whatever the white one we got it because it was the Fortnite bundle my son wanted it um PlayStation 4 I don't even have the Pro because I don't have a 4K TV and I don't feel like I've got enough TVs in my house. I don't feel like upgrading them yet. Just with the studio alone, I know people are going to cringe here when I say this, but I've got about 15 TVs that I use within the studio here. Um, and then going outside the, the, the studio, I probably have, each of my kids have one in their room. i got the living room. I even, because I had an extra studio one, I put one in the bathroom down here. Yes, I have the ultimate man cave bathroom. There is a 32-inch TV in my bathroom. Because um, you don't want to miss it. That's right. So, uh, especially at Thanksgiving time, I have the I have it streaming the football games almost in every room. So, but my point is, I would have to upgrade every single one of those TVs, even though I only paid like a hundred or two hundred bucks at Walmart for them, and you know they're pretty much throwaways. But still, it's <laughs> I got to do it right. So, Such is um, the nature of the beast. But yeah, like you said, um, there's not a whole lot of like other than uh, you want to be the first person on the block with the newest and shiniest thing to really like jump to this next level. There's no, you know, first party exclusives. Right. Um, major no killer titles. App. There's no killer app. Yeah. There's not that one thing that says I have to have this, at least not yet. All right. So I, I don't think I'm going to pre-order. It. I don't, I think I'm going to wait and see. Um, it's already going to be a mad dash. It's going to be hard to get because of everything that's happening in the pandemic, just like switches. You can't get them. I, in fact, I'm trying to buy one of them because my son has one, but I want one for down here. I'm just not going to pay scalper price. I'll pay $300 for it, and that's it. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. So, I don't know, guys. I think we've we've kind of ranted on and on um, enough here. I think it's, what do you say, time to wrap this up. I know everybody, I don't think there was anything else, right? We I think we covered everything. Xbox, uh, PS4, Arcade One, Arcade one Up we covered. Mm-hmm. We don't really know the d- new details of IR Arcade, so... I mean, no, we'll have to kind of cover that... Uh, later on. Later on, but uh, we kind of... I, I know Glenn was asking about getting online earlier this week, and with my son's baseball schedule, it's just... It's been difficult for me, um, so Thanks, I have COVID, not... for ending early. Thanks, COVID, for ending early. Appreciate it, COVID. Thank you. <laughs> kind of waited another week. Couldn't have waited one more week, so he couldn't have the baseball game. Thank you. <laughs> No, he's doing really good. I've been out working with him on times that I'm not um, working down here. And uh, you guys know that we're working on the new show, Legend Center. So that's going to be coming up. So you guys will enjoy that for those of you at Games fans. Um, and then once the pinball is released, we can we can talk about some of that stuff. But hopefully in the next week or two, maybe we'll get pictures or we'll get 
something tangible something. to look at. Something. It's pinball. So, PK, if you're watching, these guys want to see it. Um, show us something, baby. Show us something. So, we'll, we're going we're gonna to do our normal sign-off, I think, with this because I'm recording this. And you guys that called in, I hope you don't mind. You're going to be on the recording. I think we're going to put this up just YouTube only. This is going to be a special episode um, with the interview. 29.5. Um, yeah. So we'll have it up. Uh, double the work for me tonight. So <laughs> we'll get it out to you guys. But, um, Steven. yeah, guys, uh, Mr. Uh, Doug Smith. As always. Make Pleasure, sure gentlemen. Check him out. Cool toy. Um, and then also, go ahead. I know you're dying to do it. Thanks for coming to the show. We appreciate the watch. Join us next week. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> I'm not even, you know what? I'm not even going to follow that up. Glenn, How can you? Glenn, just, can you? just take us home with that. <laughs> All right, hold on, on. Thanks for watching the Tech Buzz. We appreciate the show that you are watching with us. Oh, baby, baby. Want to qualify to win a Legends Gamer or Legends Ultimate? Participate in the Summer League event, and you may be able to do just that. Current Legends Ultimate owners can participate in the 10-week Summer League event starting June 5th, 2020 and ending August 9th, 2020. During that time, there will be a series of weekend leaderboard events for select games each week. This is a battle to the end. Practice up, make your scores count, and top the charts once and for all, and have a beauty of a prize to show for your hard work. Have fun on the leaderboards, and good luck.